0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Talking City. Uh, my name's Simon Bajkowski. I'm joined today by Richard Bay and Stuart Brennan to discuss the win over Chelsea. Stu, you were at the game. What did you make of it?
1: I thought it was brilliant. I mean, I know a lot of City fans... I mean, I said it was it was the best team performance of the season. Um, I've had a few City fans of around my kind of vintage saying it's the best... Uh, complete city performance they've seen in their lifetime. Um, it didn't strike me as that uh, at the time, but I think looking back on it, in many ways, it probably was. You know, because I, th- I think from one to eleven, every player on the pitch performed, and it's not often you get that. And of course, it's a very good sign because last season, City didn't do very well against the other the other top teams. You know, they beat Arsenal at home, they beat United away. But uh, you know, slipped up in just about all the other games against uh, top six teams. Um, so the fact that they've they pulled out the stops and and produced from one to eleven in a game of that magnitude against the reigning champions on their own turf, coming off the back of a great win at Atlético Madrid, is uh, is a very positive sign, I think.
0: Rich, what what did you make of the way City set up? Obviously, without Mendy and Aguero, um, we thought they'd. They'd struggle without those players, but they they seem to do fine.
2: Yeah, I think it sort of uh, highlights the adaptability within the City side. I saw a stat, it was uh, Chelsea's second lowest um, percentage they've had at home since 2003. So it shows just how City subdued them and completely dominated proceedings. Um, I think it's interesting, like you said, about the way City didn't have Aguero, didn't have Mendy. There's lots of questions asked. And when we saw the lineups, a few eyebrows were raised from uh, some City fans thinking... They go. They really, are, really are going for this. And I think it highlights the uh, the confidence within the squad. I think, it, like I said, like Stu says, well, it was a 1-11 performance. At the end, it's so difficult to pick just one player who was paramount in the victory. Delph again at left back was phenomenal, really. And I know people are saying that Mendy's a long-term injury. It probably makes sense to get someone in, but it showed the character that City have and that every player is buying into the philosophy that Pep Guardiola's put on the squad, really. I mean, let's talk
0: about Fabian Delft for a minute because he seems to sum up the the joy that the team are playing with at the minute. He's taken his chance. Um, Stu, did you think he'd get a chance this season?
1: Um, I thought if he stuck with it, you know, you are always going to get injuries, but no, I, I never thought he'd be a he'd become a, a key member of the squad, which all of a sudden has become um, in a way. I mean, that role suits him. We all wondered whether he'd be a left back. I didn't think he'd play at Chelsea because I thought they bought Danilo for that specific purpose obviously mainly as cover for Kyle Walker but also because he could play left back and at the start of the season he played in that position when Walker wasn't available uh, sorry when uh, when Mendy wasn't available um, but uh, in a lot of ways it suits him because Pep had him playing you know he was overloading the midfield or he was matching what Chelsea had in midfield by getting Delph and Walker to uh, to come inside so Half the time delf was finding himself in his in his favorite position you know as a as a as a mid central midfielder so uh playing in that role suiting him down on the ground I saw one city fan tweet on the on the way home um that he was the best left back in the Premier League, which is perhaps a little <laughs> bit premature, but on that performance you've got to say i mean pep got Pep got the selection bang on you know we, we doubted it when we saw it we thought Chelsea would target Delph um, I but he didn't. To. I knew, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other thing we we, we got to mention, we said it was a one to eleven performance, but I don't think we can underestimate Guardiola's input into this. I thought the tactical battle he won it hands down against Conte, who who is himself a bit of a master tactician. You know, he, he kept Sane and Sterling wide, that kept their wing backs pinned back, um, opening up space for Silver and De Bruyne to 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 run the game a little bit more and. and Chelsea tried to react to that in the second half and ended up just in, in even more straights, You know, they tried to they tried to nullify De Bruyne, they tried to nullify Silva, and uh, it, it just opened up for other players. And that's the beauty of it when you've got 11 footballers on the field. No matter what you do to react to it, you, you're going to give space and freedom to some some somebody else, and that's that's exactly what happened with City.
0: And I mean, Guardiola spoke after the game about how they've been working with Delft in this position and bringing him on but I mean with a number of players his coach's influence seems to be taking hold doesn't it?
2: Yeah definitely I mean this season almost every City player has gone up a level really to something we didn't know um, there's questions last season that we said De Bruyne was he world class I think he's proving it now I was saying to you early, um when De Bruyne was signed 63 million people were calling him the Chelsea flop De Bruyne are, 63000000 million wouldn't get you his right foot at the moment, would it? Never mind his left that he scored with. Um, he's been superb this season. I think every City player has. Like we said, there's a special mention at the back. Delft's fantastic, but John Stones has been excellent this season. Edison and goal has been a revelation. I think it's seven clean sheets in just nine appearances for him. I know City fans... Love him, Carl um, Walker as well. I know lots of City fans have been saying that there are a few question marks about him, about if he would be good enough and justify the fee. Obviously, it's early days for Carl Walker, but every player seems to be in that Guardiola mould at the moment. The blueprint that he sets, the sort of archetypal side, pass inside, dominate the play, and every player, like you said, is a part of it. Every there's no real weakness when City get going at times. Delft, like you said, might have been an area that Chelsea wanted to, to exploit. But if City are keeping the ball, and like you said, Delft's getting into central areas and playing out wide, he doesn't need to defend. And I know people might say, oh, what if City come up against an even better side? But there's not many better sides than Chelsea at home, especially after they've just beaten Atletico, one of the best sides in Europe away. So,
0: We have been here before, Stu. City, top of the league last year, won the first 10 games in all comps. What is to say that that won't happen again? Well, it's
1: football. Nothing's to say it won't happen again, but you you look at what City have got. Uh, it's like Rich just said, they've all stepped up a level from last season. Uh, at, at this point in the season, you know, Kolarov hit the self-destruct button after, after being hailed as the best centre-half in Europe by Pep at one point. Uh, he, then, he then very quickly proved he, he perhaps wasn't the best centre-half in East Manchester. Um and Stones also mistakes started to creep in doubt started to creep into his game and as Rich just said Stones has really moved on uh, I've just been writing a piece about how Vincent Company said that he would become one of the world's great defenders uh, he said he told, told me that in May um, but in a way it's sort of taken Company's absence for him to really start fulfilling that he's. Uh, I think in, in Company's absence Stones has really stepped up and take, taking the responsibility on his own shoulders, and I think he's he's becoming a better player. be said that how, how difficult it is playing centre back in that. I mean Pep said it himself as well. How difficult it is playing centre back in, in a Pep Guardiola team? Because you've not only got in in the Premier League, you've not only got to be a typical English stopper who's who's able to handle the physical stuff when you play Andy Carroll or or Lukaku or you know any of the other big lads that you're going to come up against you've also got to be able to to play as well and getting those two getting the balance right between those two sides of your game and putting them both together is really really tough and stones is only 23 you know people think of him as being an experienced player he's still a still a young lad certainly in center back terms um and he he's he's really stepped up uh, the two fullbacks I know mendy's out uh long term but they they've made a difference um And they've just got so many, they've got more options than they had last season as well. As well as the fact that Guardiola's philosophy is really kicking in. You can see that the players believe in it now. You can see that they're enjoying playing that way. They look, at this point, like last season, they had a couple of bad results. You know, they they drew up at Celtic, uh, they lost badly at Tottenham. And all of a sudden, the doubt's set in. But you can see now that they're enjoying it, they're believing it, they're confident in it. And they're confident in their own ability. And I think that's a big difference from last season.
0: And I think one thing as well is that they were conceding goals when they were winning at the start last season and when Celtic and then Tottenham were exposing them about this time the faults were easy to see but how how do you stop this City team?
2: I guess that's up to the rest of the Premier League to find out isn't it? It's, it's a difficult one and I guess we said last season lots of uh, City's undoing was actual individual errors that seem to have been cut out I know you can say that being the pessimist, there's only a matter of time before ones are inevitably going to creep in. That's just the way football is. But I feel like City at the moment, they're going, <clears throat> It's interesting to see them win because the usual excuse is, "What if they go for an injury crisis?" And relatively speaking, they, they kind of are. They've lost their main fullback. They've lost their main striker. Really, um, I know Jesus is the heir to Aguero's throne, but Aguero, I still think, is the main man for for City. If, if they, there's a one-on-one chance, you want to fall to him. So, for City, they need to keep doing what they do. I mean, on Saturday against Chelsea, it showed the the belief in Pep because the game could have been lost at times. City were dominating. They had a few chances, but they, they weren't breaking Chelsea down and getting that final killer pass. But they persevered, and I think that's the difference this season. City are confident in their belief, and I feel that the only way to beat them really is to catch them on an off day because when City are at their best, they are the best team in the league, I think. I don't feel there's any challenge. And can we have a
0: bit of praise um, for Nicolas Otamendi as well? Because I, 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 among others, have uh, criticised him in the past but and certainly at the start of the this game, after the international break against Liverpool, he was being torn apart and it looked like a matter of time before City had conceded, but they've now... They've played seven games since that Liverpool one and they've conceded one goal. Um, is he up there with stones, do you think?
1: He, he just adds something else. I mean, he's, he's a, a game like, like... Well, the way he played on Saturday, it was all about sort of rugged defending. You know, he was diving in, putting his head in the way of things. He was he was getting stuck in the tackles. I mean, he, he did make a, a rick... Towards the end, I mean, I think it was highlighted on match of the day the fact that Chelsea were pressing, trying to get an equaliser in the last couple of minutes, and he just dived in into a tackle. I think it was on William, wasn't it, over by the touchline, yeah. giving well William was absolutely nowhere. Just stand him up. He dived in, gave a free kick away, and all of a sudden Chelsea got the chance to put the ball in the box. So you know he still has those edges to his game, but yeah, he did. He had, he had a, apart from that, he had he had an excellent game, and you know he he played to his strengths. The, the the persistent problem with Otamendi as as we saw against liverpool is is his lack of pace if you, if they can isolate somebody against him but you know the city are dealing with that you know they're dealing with that mainly by keeping the ball and not letting people get isolated on him but that that is a problem you talk about who who's going to who's going to undo city this season it will be somebody who has pace who who can get in that channel between otamendi and the left back um, because Del, Del played well, but you know he's still a raw left back. Uh, I think that that's a weakness that he's going to be exploited. It's going to be
0: exploited on both sides of the defence as well, maybe. So presumably, it doesn't need a a top team to expose that. It just needs a a good manager and a pacey forward. Yeah, yeah, some, some, yeah. But then again, you've got to have a team who's
1: who's gonna who can play really well on the break. If you get a team that can do that, you know. City do commit men forward, they commit the full backs forward and that's what leaves those gaps, that's what Liverpool exploited. And then it was a crazy decision for me. Liverpool took off uh, Salah at half time who was given Otto Mendy nightmares. I know you're down to ten men, but don't don't take off the one player who's absolutely tearing City apart and giving them problems. You know, if you've got ten men you still need that if you're gonna get back in the game. Uh, so yeah, I mean it, it just it needs uh,
0: it needs a combination of those factors. So such a good spell for City um, just gone the top of the league 1-2 in Europe no Premier League action now for two weeks has it come at a bad time this latest international break
2: It, I think for City it does after that Chelsea win particularly they just want to get out there and get some more wins on board because I feel every team in the Premier League would fear playing City now especially considering City's next four fixtures are all at home It's going to be a tough place to go there Etihad and I feel at the moment City are just hitting their stride, it is a bit of a nuisance and so maybe the momentum will be uh, be lost a little bit and I know hindsight will tell us really but the international breaks it, you already have two first team players out injured, um, fingers will be crossed for from Pep Guardiola as he watches from behind the sofa I think when Belgium and everyone plays so it's, it's going to be difficult for, for City to maybe pick it up again. Um, October looks like a month where City can, can get a few more wins under their belt at least. Um Napoli in the Champions League has going to be maybe the toughest test that they have, and they've also got a Carabao Cup game against Wolves. But it's gonna be interesting to see that Cup game, see how Pep approaches it. Of course, against West Brom he played a very strong side. He uh he has youth and he has a lot of depth in the squad, but he, he likes to keep that core uh sort of set of players playing as regularly as possible and I think that's interesting. Like Stu was saying earlier about um, Ottomendi and Stones um not conceding many, but you've got to remember they're still a fresh partnership. Um, maybe that's why they've not conceded so many lately, because they're sort of understanding each other's game a bit more. When Ottomendi does make a rash run forward, sometimes Stones comes in and covers. And it's interesting as well, as you said, that Stones, 23 years old, and he's maybe the experienced centre half for City at the moment. So I think all going well, City should be able to continue this run. Um, I think it all depends on that first game back, um, if they can get a win against Stoke I believe then they should be back into full swing really
0: Is that game kind of the perfect game for them Stu to come back and keep up that momentum Stoke at home?
1: I don't think it is I don't think it is I mean we've seen Stoke upset City in the past you know uh, might use has a bloody minded approach uh, whenever he plays against City Uh and City have been so much better away from home. I think this season, you know, we've seen them play well at home, but I think they've been brilliant away from home. We saw that especially at Chelsea. Um, what what Stoke will bring is is the same kind of de- defense that we've seen other teams set up. They'll have to get men behind the ball, uh, and then they'll look to hit City on the break with uh, you know with the players that they've got. Um, so I'm I'm not sure it is. I mean, everyone's talking about this run of home games as, as Rich mentioned, but I think City would prefer to play the rest of the season away from home, the way they've been going. Uh, having said that, you know, I mean, the, the way the, the way it's got, we we find the international fortnight painfully dull, don't we? You know, as as do most Premier League fans, I think. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm sure if you're going away on England duty, like you know, Stones and Sterling and delft <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not forgetting yeah if you're if you're going away an England duty, if that was me, I, I wouldn't be I I wouldn't wait be out of wait until I got back to playing for City. You know, you're going into an England setup. Who cares, really? You know, bring Stoke on. You know, let's get back and get 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 the juices flowing again and get that the kind of football because it's, it's it must it's a joy to watch. So it must be an absolute joy to play in as well. And I'm I'm to break and go off and play for dull old England must be uh, must be a shocker for them.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean Sterling didn't have. The best time, the last time he was on England duty was subbed at half-time against Malta, but him and the rest of them must at least go to the rest of the squad with such a, a spring in the step now because they're top of the league and they're playing so well, it must sort of give them a boost to be able to um, boast, I guess, to, to the rest of their England teammates.
2: Yeah, and I guess especially World Cup next year, these players may be aren't starters for England week in week. I mean, Stones, I think, is probably England's first choice centre-back on his day alongside Cahill. Um, Sterling, you could, can't really guarantee him to start at the, every game. Um, and Fabian Delph, there were some questions asked initially about why he was in the squad. He proved himself on Saturday. But he will want to go to the World Cup. I think he will be hungrier. And for us, yeah, it's a bit of a nuisance, the international break. But I think the City fans, like you said, will have a spring in their step. Um, the city players will want to prove to Gareth Southgate that they are capable of being in the England squad and doing the the good for them next summer in Russia. It's it's gonna be difficult for for them really to keep up that momentum. And you wonder maybe we would talk about can City keep this feel good factor going? Does going to play for England against these smaller European nations is that the same level? Is it maybe gonna be a drop in standards for them in a way? But I feel there's just enough sort of personal ambition in each City player for them to keep these standards high and to to be back round to go when they play Stoke
0: and there's there's certainly competition for places at City that they've all got to be at the top of the game to to keep in the side Uh, what does Bernardo Silva have to do to get into the team after the break he
1: has to kick David Silva in training (laughs)
0: yeah it's hard I mean
1: players have to be left out but he'll get his, he'll get his chances you know silver david silver isn't going to play all season de Bruyne isn't going to be able to play all season and i think bernardo has shown what he's got and the other thing that he's he's shown whenever he's been on the field he runs around like a lunatic you know i've never seen I, I think the last last player i saw i mean gabriel jesus does it to be fair but i i think that bernardo silver the way he tries to close down is the closest thing i've seen to carlos tevez I mean I still remember Tevez in, in about I think it was his second game for City uh, chasing a completely hopeless cause it was a pass back to the keeper uh, and he must have run 60 yards to try and close the keeper down the keeper could see him come in and just and hoof the ball upfield teased him a little bit let him run, as, run and run and then hoofed it upfield and Tevez literally dived like a goalkeeper dived to try and block the clearance It was just, it was just the act of a complete madman <laughs> And uh, Silver hasn't done that yet. Bernardo Silver hasn't done that yet, but he's he's done everything. But you know, he's he's closing down. his, his classic Guardiola. Uh, he do, he does it in in tandem with the other players, which is which is what Pep wants wants him to do. But he does it solo as well. You know, he chases everything, and uh, that that will have caught Pep's eye. But he's got tons of quality as well as we've seen. But he, he was late coming back to training. That's a problem. You know, he, he was reported at the Confederations Cup. Uh, so he was late back to training so he's, he's just been a little bit behind everyone else and we're only only just sneaked into October so it's going to be a long season
0: and I'm sure we'll see an awful lot more of him as the season goes on Well there you have it Bernardo Silva's a madman and all <laughs> things are well at City uh, we'll be back to, uh, to discuss the latest goings on from the international break and more news from City but uh, thanks for joining us today